You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Okay. Who doesn't? (laughs) There's a lot of Android people out there, believe it or not. Is that right? Exactly. All right. All right. I guess. Without further ado. Get on. There we go. Can you hear your Can you hear your theme music, Mister X? Uh, actually, no. Oh, you can. Okay. All right. No. Not a problem. Anyway, it's playing in the background. That's fine. Just imagine it as we say hello to Mister X. I'm here in the land of spring training, and I was getting ready to go to see the Brewers play Tuesday. That'd be today as this podcast airs. And I looked at their schedule, and I saw the funniest damn thing ever. You ready? What's that? Uh, Brewers, Tuesday, Maryvale versus Great Britain. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then I was like, oh, it's an exhibition for the World Baseball Classic, which is coming Uh. back again. And I thought, well, let's start with that, Mr. X. Where do you stand on the World Baseball Classic? Not interested at all. I don't know. I get you know. I'll be honest. I don't know the schedule of it. Um, I are they going to have a pitch clock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to get no. your take no. on the pitch <laughs> clock in just a second. But yeah, I mean, this is supposed to help grow the game. Now, Great Britain. <laughs> like of all the countries that are resistant. Yeah. To American sports, none is more resistant than Great Britain, yes. our closest cousin. They don't play basketball there, Mr. X. They don't right. play baseball there, and they sure as hell don't play football there. No, they just, they've never gotten over losing that one war. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah. In fact, somebody who is British or from the UK explained to me in an email, if you could, why it is that Great Britain is just so, nah, not going to get into it. Because other countries in Europe have embraced basketball, at least. France, big time. Spain, big time. Italy is getting into it as well. It's like, Great Britain's like, nah, we're not going to do that. I don't think yeah. they've got a pro league there in Great Britain. I may be wrong about that. Is there a single UK basketball player of note you can remember? I 
I cannot think yeah, of one. Yeah. All right, so you don't give a crap no. about the World Baseball Classic, which is supposed to help grow the game and you know create interest in baseball worldwide, and you know to be a yeah. neat little thing done in spring training time, where the pitchers yeah. have to get ramped up to full power quicker than normal, which many managers say, Mm-mm, "Don't like it, bad idea." Yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest. I, I, I'm not against it. I just I've not followed it, and I guess I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's absolutely everything to a handful of countries right. and a sideshow for us, and that's just never a good match. Like I mean, the Dominican, um, you know, uh, the most of the Caribbean places. This is their you know Super Bowl times a million. So it's just it's just kind of I don't know awkward to me and yet it's art and it's a lot of players kind of like trying to get ready for the season it just comes at the wrong time yeah so here's the uh, Great Britain roster I'm looking at it right now uh, many <laughs> of these guys born in the U S so how they're claiming U K okay. status I have no idea there's somebody from the U S Virgin Islands as well um, you know maybe a couple guys born there let me see if I can recognize anybody. That I would know. Um, don't know a single player on this team, but I guess they're they're major leaguers. Here, I'll I'll read oh. you some outfielders. Ready? Alex Crosby, okay. Deshaun Knowles, Matt Koperniak, Anthony Seymour, Darnell Sweeney, Trace Thompson, Chavez Young. No, Bueller. You, you sound like. You sound like Homer Simpson reading the cut list. <laughs> <laughs> your cut. Malik Bins, your cut. Your cut. <laughs> Richard Berritson, I liked your hustle. That's why it was really tough to cut you. Everyone else has made the team except for you, 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 and you. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, World Baseball Classic. Uh, it's uh, starting on March 7th. That would be, well, today, Tuesday, with yeah. Cuba versus the Netherlands. And then you're going to have other games involving uh, other teams. I think this is an exhibition between the Brewers and uh, Great Britain. Well, of course it is because it's a major league team versus a non-major league team. So there you go. Have you ever been to spring training either in Arizona or Florida? Oh, sure. I love it. Which I, one? I, uh, uh, Florida. I've never done uh, okay. Arizona. But I I did Florida a couple of years in a row. I said I was going to do it every year. Um, and then I, uh, last year I went was the year I was year before I got married <laughs> and that kind of was the end of the spring trips. Although I've been down probably once or twice in the last 30 years. That's all. Who's, uh, whose camp did you go to Orioles? Oh, I go all over. Oh, you do? Okay. No, I go all over. That's the beauty of the, I like the Gulf coast side right we go up and down obviously boston down in fort Myer, and then from there all the way up to like sarasota area i think those are the best parks sarasota bradenton port charlotte um fort Myer. no i would time it I, I would often do two a day in fact the year that i would right the year before it was 93 right before i got married and the the soon-to-be mrs x you know sat out in every game two a day keeping score, learning the shortstops, second base, you know, the whole four, six, and uh, decided it was going to work. But yeah. uh, then we got married, and I haven't been back down. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're going to talk about Mr. X going to an NBA game last night, March Madness, Oof. Super Bowl, because we haven't spoken since before the game itself, and we'll talk right. about the calls in the game, plus the Major League Baseball season that's approaching with the rule changes, pitch clock, bases, shift rule, etc. And then NCAA tournament time because uh, it is, of course, always a huge crapshoot, more than ever now. But people are going to want to wager on it, and they're going to want some help from Mr. X. So we got all that to talk about. But first, a couple of pieces of news, big ones in the NFL. Quarterback news. Derek Carr signs with New Orleans. And he does this after he shot down a trade to New Orleans. Which some people are saying is like, oh, what a savage move that is. No, it makes sense. They were dumb enough to yeah. structure his deal so that he could effectively shoot down trades. So therefore, they're stuck with a consequence. Why would he want to go to a team he's going to go to anyway because of his Dennis Allen relationship uh, and then go there with less assets to help him win? 
It was just smart by him. Exactly. I think that same thing in baseball every year when uh, when the veteran um, you know goes at the deadline to a team and they trade away a bunch to get him, and he's a month from free agency, and then they resign with the team, and I'm like, why now? They just gave up a bunch of guys to get you. Yeah, no, I think it's a very smart move by yeah. Paul. And then the other news is that Geno Smith has signed a three-year extension with the Seahawks for $100 million plus, which, of course, is a little bit of a funny money contract because I'm sure there's an out after one year or maybe two or whatever. But his first-year number is $52 million. $52 million for a guy who dropped like a rock on draft night had to come back the next day to wait for the second round, and did nothing for nearly 10 years in the league, was so hated on the Jets, one of his own teammates punched him out in the in the uh, cafeteria, yeah. and now he's making $52 million next year. That's a great story, by the way. He had a statistical great year, but he wasn't enough to get him in the playoffs, and he wilted down the stretch. Yeah, you know, I mean... We can't even do anything but write these numbers down anymore. There's no relevance to them. But I always picture, let's say, sitting in the war room around the table like Billy Bean and uh, Jonah Hill. And when somebody says, I think we'll offer him $100 million, he's looking like a what? <laughs> right. Is that really what we have to do? But that's – I mean, I understand you want him. But do you think for a minute – He'd have turned down 80. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Why go so high? Why, yeah, why was just, it even a do. struggle? Like, and, and this is the thing that's tough for Gino. Great year. Broke right. all kinds of Seahawks records for completion percentage, uh, touchdowns, rating, all this stuff. Yeah. These numbers that Russell Wilson had had. And it's like the team is going, yeah, kind of want to see that again. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're sort of thinking that might have been a fluke, but we can't say it was a fluke because it's very insulting for a guy who no doubt has worked his ass off. Yeah, or like in the case of the old uh, Redskins, Dan Snyder, Kirk Cousins. Okay, show it to me four times in a row. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, and again, Kirk Cousins' salary, which is always the only salary that ever gets wailed about by the national media, continues to look like a bargain compared to everyone yeah. else. This this, yeah. this makes Daniel Jones asking for $45 million actually seem reasonable. And people were choking on that number just 48 hours ago. So it, it, It's just, there's there's no end. Yeah. All right, so you went to an NBA game last night, Bucks at the Wizards. And the headline from it, you say, is I tried. I, I really, did. really tried. But you just think the product sucks. Explore. Oh, I did. I did not do the go there thinking this is going to stink. I mean, X4 is home for spring break. And so X3 said, oh, he loves Giannis. Why don't we take him to a game? Hashtag he wanted to go. But so an X2 met us down there and Mrs. X went. So the five of us went five out of six. And where were your tickets? I, you know, say again. Where were your tickets? Um, They were like right at the uh, midline front row mezzanine. Front row mezzanine. mezzanine. No, All right. no, end line. End line. Okay. Oh, yes. And you did Stupid you pay prices, but did you pay cash money for them? Walk up like a sucker, Joe Q. Public. Yes. Uh, no, I mean I bought them online uh, twenty four hours out. From who? They were terrible. Uh, Ticketmaster. Okay. And what were they yeah. per seat? Uh, I'm gonna say a buck and a half, maybe. Whoa, 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 whoa! Per seat? Yeah. Yeah. How close to Haven't the court been in a while, were you? you? <laughs> huh? How close to the court were you? No, mezzanine. Right at the mid, you know, mezzanine, front row, uh, like on the mezzanine level, kind of so up halfway. Belt, oh, yeah. belt line of the stadium. There's, there's half as many seats yeah. above you, half as many seats below you. Uh, I think there's probably way more in the upper deck, but yeah, halfway. Okay. A okay. hundred... Yeah. And fifty dollars yeah. a piece. It it was Giannis. I mean, I don't think that's what I, I I tried to get the boys to go the night before to Toronto for probably forty, but they they wanted no. Oh, part really? Of that. So yeah. so you could have gotten a, a Raptors game for forty. That these were 
live market priced. These were yeah, jacked up because exactly. of Giannis. Holy crap. Yeah. In fact, I think last minute they were going to pay you to go to the Raptors game. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So you're you're already in. Let's see. Uh, X, Mrs. X, X2, X3, X4. Five X's in attendance? Five of us. That's $750 right. before parking, before the first bucket of popcorn. Oofa. Well, they all have debit cards. I told them the beers were on them. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was only, I was only in for the 750 right? Okay. All right. So what, yeah. what was it about the pro game that you didn't care for? I was expecting to not like the product on the floor. I mean, I know, old school, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. I knew what I was getting into. But the carnival. I mean, you know, I, I always thought, you know, today everything is a DJ and pregame and lights and smoke and all that stuff. Okay, fine. But then when the game starts, I'm thinking, when do they turn that off? Yeah. And the answer is they don't. <laughs> it used to be, okay, wait, wait, we're starting. Timeout's right. over. Turn the music off. They, they played the music and the, and the crowd noise. They, they pumped in and the lights. The whole game. And I'm thinking, I thought that was illegal, like crowd noise. And, you know, I know this isn't the Masters. And you don't have to be quiet, quiet. But how do you blast music and flash lights for 48 minutes? I, I was stunned. After a while, I just said, my God, I, I think I'm watching a basketball game at Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah. It was terrible. It was, yeah, I, I it's, believe- uh, you have to uh, accept it for what it is. It's a regular season game as well. And by the way, did you stay to the end or did you ale theory? Nah, we stayed. Okay. We stayed. Did you see what happened at the very, very, very end with Giannis? Oh, yeah. Sure did. <laughs> Giannis, yeah. knowing he was one rebound shy of a triple-double, Yep. with the clock winding out, uh, the wizard that was near him, near the basket, not actually defending, he nah. binks it. He binks it off the backboard and catches it and starts laughing, knowing that he'd get credited for a rebound to get a triple double. And it's so yeah. funny because Giannis is not that guy. He's not that guy. It was almost like a troll job. Like, hey, isn't this what NBA players are supposed to do? Well, you are what your record says you oh, are. Oh, come on. Go I mean, no, I like him a lot, and I agree with you. But you, you are that guy now. I guess so. <laughs> you did it. I guess so. You know, people used to say, remember? the boys something to... Yeah, something to talk about, for sure. Uh, on the way home, gave them something to talk about. What they were pointing out was, I didn't know this, unlike other sports, NBA does not really have so-called official scorekeepers. They have a guy in each town that does it, and it's really, there's a, a lot of arbitrariness to it. Like, yeah. in, you know, in the NFL, they have a league stat, and they review it, and they, they bless it, and they change it. NBA, the guy in Milwaukee does them. And, you know, uh, stats like assists, they're very, very subjective. And a lot of these, you know, in the fantasy world, all this stuff matters. And they really don't have any um, league oversight. Earlier this year, I believe there was one team in the NBA which had a scandal involving a guy giving one of their star players way too many assists. Yep. And the league had to come in and go, okay, <laughs> let's dial it down just a bit. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you go way, way over the top. Maybe you draw some attention, but you, you keep it a little more on the radar. From, I understand that they could have not credited him with that rebound because it was never really an fit. You know, you did yeah. not have to call that little dink a shot. Right. But they did. And, yeah. and there's not a really, a, you know, they don't have a uniform way that they do this throughout the league and not that i care (laughs) that said once the playoffs begin and they're best of sevens and we get past the first couple rounds and kick out the pretenders it is incredible high level intense basketball where the teams care the players play hard and there's no more load management that's where the product really really lies you can play music during those games but you don't have to because they're pretty much on tilt last night we got a bit of a preview out here in Arizona, not in Arizona, it was in Dallas, actually, as the Mavericks and the Suns went at it with their new toys. Yes. Kyrie and Luca against Durant and Booker, and Durant and Booker got the best of them on a late shot by Durant, and Durant is now, I think, 4-0, all road games so far with Phoenix. His first home game is tomorrow night. Um, my wife said, do you want to go? And I go, 
Man, I ain't got the money for that. You know, imagine <laughs> how much that ticket would cost if I walked up. Hello, I'd like a ticket. Yeah. I'd like two tickets for tonight's game. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. That, that, so that series, I, I, if that playoff series happens, Dallas Phoenix with those four stars. Eh, come on, Mister X, you, you're gonna be into that. Oh, you know what? For free, I'll be into at home it, on your and couch. I will watch it. Yeah. Right on my big chair, right. and I'll turn on the last five minutes when it's tied. <laughs> okay. All right. Super Bowl. We have not spoken since before the game. On the podcast, I said I leaned Philly, and after your take on Kansas City, I said, okay, you've talked me out of it, which you did for a small amount of did money. Did I? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, good. you did. You talked me out of it, and it turned out the way it turned out. Now let's talk about the ref and the call. Where did Mr. X come down on the call that basically decided the game at the end? I think it was the very week before on the pod you and I talked about, you know, the gambling impact and how everybody in the world lives and dies on these calls and and they can't see anything clearly because that every every call has either your your team or your wallet involved. He held <laughs> and I don't think anybody wants to make that call, and I don't care about, oh, what have you done the whole game? The one thing I do know is contact, illegal contact is a difficult call. They all say all year, you grab shirt, you're going to make me call it. And and they did. And everyone who says, oh, but you decided the game. Well, you decided if you don't call it. I think it was absolutely stupid. For them to create a penalty in that scenario where a penalty ends the game, the very next play, they're trying to give up the touchdown. I mean, they should have given it up a play earlier as Sheehan and I went round and round on. Point is, they made a dumb play and they lost. I don't call that there. I just don't. Too much contact. It was not, you know, if he was holding as he was streaking into the end zone and the pass was right on point and he missed it by a foot, that's fine. It was coming out of his break. It was this sort of arrow route that turned into a corner fade. Uh, it yep. was clearly, I think, a throwaway by Mahomes anyway. And they had not called a single defensive holding penalty all game. So I do mm-hmm. subscribe to the theory of, well, how are you calling the game? But, hey, well, it is what it is. I, yeah, I didn't see, you know, I'm, it's not like I've got the all 22, but I didn't see another instance of a shirt tug. I saw some contact. There was some tough back and forth. The one thing I know that the you know the refs on the side say to you all year that Blandinos in the world they always say, as soon as you grab jersey, we don't have a choice. Yeah, but, but there's also okay. there's also clips of players uh, of Eagles players getting illegally ja- jammed in the face face mask violations sure. that were not no called. Question. So there's a lot of things you go well. How come they didn't call that? If you see it, you got to call it. But uh, yeah. you know if, if you if you blame the refs for your loss, it was not good enough. I'm just. Thrilled, by the way, that the Eagles lost. Thank God. I could yes. not have lived in a world in which they've got two Super Bowls in the last five years. Yeah, built, gutted, rebuilt, one, <laughs> go twice, and we're right. going. Give, give Rivera some time. <laughs> oh, yeah, give Rivera some time indeed. Uh, do you know I have a friend who bought Commander season tickets just this year? Care to guess what? Because you used to have Redskin season tickets, right? Well, I grew up with them. Grew up I never had them okay. as a pay for them myself adult, but I grew up okay. with them. Uh, my dad, we had them back at RFK growing up. Okay. I went from, oh, you know, age six or eight to through college. All right. Guess um, what he paid per game for commander season tickets? Uh, good seats, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> I heard yeah, there's good, good seats available. Mid, mid, <laughs> mid-level. I saw a picture of okay. where the seat was. It, was. it was a nice, clean, good seat. Uh, buck seventy-five, a hundred dollars a game, with free parking. No ups, no extras, no contracts, no PSLs, no nothing. That's called wow. buying yeah. the dip right there. Buying it yeah, at one point. That- we'll see. And you know what? You get a good owner in, and they ditch this dumbass name, Commanders, and they get a better name. And if they lock you in at that, although I'm sure there's probably no lock-in, they'll they'll raise that no if lock. they get good again. But hey, maybe you got in at the right time. We'll see. Well, you know, I guess the, my first thought after all these years is 
wait, wait, what's his angle? And all I can think of is, okay, the money we brought in before I sold is mine. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So he's quickly trying to get as much as he can, right? Uh, what, you're also going to say why Brady and Mahomes, quote, oh. get all the breaks, unquote. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you something that is so simple, it's, gonna, it's always overlooked. That they're better. I listen, <laughs> I listen to, you know, everyone talking about, oh, uh, the league's fixed, they always want Mahomes. After listening to 20 years of, oh, they always want Brady, and I've never met the guy, but your buddy, um, uh, producer Josh, right? The Hates loat. Him. Yeah, the yep. loat. Luckiest and everybody can go through and, and talk about all the breaks Mahomes and Brady get. And there's one simple reason. There's a lot of breaks in every football game played. And you get the big breaks in the big games if you're always in the big game that's why Mahomes and Brady more get opportunities because they're to in get the title games yeah. yeah nobody right. cares when when uh you know Carson Wentz gets a break in October it doesn't matter the only ones we pay attention to are the title games and championship games and guess who's in them so they're the only guys that are gonna get a bunch of breaks yeah there you go if 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. All right, let's talk baseball. Rule changes. Right. Where does Mr. X stand on all the rule changes? Go buy them. Go through them one by one. Pitch clock as well as bigger bases, as well as shift rule? Well, I don't mind the clock at all. I, I'm a little still unclear. I, I haven't seen the best descriptions. I'm still a little unclear on the actual implementation and how they're going to really do it. I, I worry a little bit about the home plate umpire trying to watch a guy throwing a 98-mile-an-hour fastball with one pitch on the clock I have one eye on the clock trying to figure out if he's, if he's getting it off. I, I don't quite see that part. But the bottom line is pick up the pace. I don't think there's any problem at all with that. I, I think as soon as, as soon as the players get used to it, as you say, the rules are whatever we want to make them. Right. Nobody's going to sit there and not follow them and get balls called or get strikes called. You're going to fiddle around in March, and when it gets rolling, you, you play by the rules and the game goes fast. I don't see a downside. One thing that – there's a couple things that were talked about in an article I read, and baseball says it's going great. They're averaging like 1.4 pitch clock violations per game right now, which is not very yeah. many. It's going to go down as players adjust. But a couple things that are complicating factors potentially. 
after okay. a outfielder runs a long way to catch a fly ball out, they have to hoof it back to their spot to make the 15 seconds sometimes. And they're kind of winded. So that might be one where you should get some extra time, you know, perhaps on a fly ball to the outfield. Who knows? Also, this pitch comm device, the, the wrist uh, you know, electronic thingy that the catchers have, pressing buttons right. to you know communicate with the pitcher through the speaker in their hat or their ear, uh, that can at times be hard to hear if the crowd is loud, which could, in a big playoff game, result in a possible pitch clock violation. Hadn't thought of that. Also, did you see that Max Scherzer is the first pitcher to now wear one of the pitch comm things on his wrist himself? So he's telling the catcher what pitch is being thrown. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I guess I have a issue with okay. How far can an outfielder run on one foul ball that goes in the stands? What's what is it? Maybe, maybe thirty yards, right? And you're a pro athlete. I oh know. my god! I, I ran know. thirty yards. I got to hurry I know. back. I know. Come on. I know. It reminds there. me of you know. If it's three and two and the base runner's running on the pitch and you foul it off five times, he's tired. Guess what? Yeah. You know, next inning you're resting. It's a yeah. you know, a pro athlete. I cannot buy the um oh, you're too tired to get back in your position. I mean, let's go. It's not that hard. All right, larger bases. I still don't understand that. I, I'm a believer in whenever you change a rule, it's not about do I like the old one or new one? What's the goal? Safety. I'm not following. They the said goal safety. Of safety. Well, that's what well, they well, said. How many guys a year get hurt hitting a base? If it's two and they're big stars, that's two too many. Right, but but how does a the guys who get hurt are the ones who roll their ankle right on the edge of the base? Or if you're so a dirty player like Manny Machado and you target guys try to step on their ankle. Okay. Okay, that's. I mean that's happened like it happens just once a decade. Yeah, I hear you. I okay. That I actually, said, that said, yeah. there's no magic size for a base. They're well, slightly larger. Like you sure. wouldn't know they're larger unless you have the old base next to it. Yeah. So yeah, who cares? I guess I, I right before you called, I, I said I'm not going to go on here naive. I googled it up, and it said. Um, it would help the offense. I mean, they're what? Like they're a couple of inches closer. Yeah, they said it's going to gonna increase base. stolen bases. And I'm like, nobody steals bases anymore. Moneyball yeah, said everything. that's a sucker's play. Yeah. They've done everything they can to, with the replay to take away base stealing. So now you're going to make the bases, you know, four right. inches closer. Probably more, more significant would be the fact that pitchers cannot go to first more than twice. I still don't get that one. Yes. Well, I, 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 it's a time thing. And nobody wants no, I mean, to see I don't a million understand. pickoffs. Yeah, I don't understand exactly how it's going to work. I think the point is you can throw on the third. Because I kept thinking, okay, you throw twice. What, now I can lead off a mile? But I guess the point is if you throw the third time, you can do it if you get them out. But if they're safe, it's a balk and they take the next back. Right. So they can't just totally game it. Uh, but you just can't throw a third time unless yeah. you better you better well get them. Yeah. Well, the rules can okay. be whatever you want. You can That's change fine. them whenever you want. You can tweak them whenever you want. So let's see yeah, how this I'm works. Good with those. All right. How about the uh, the the shift rule? Well, you know, I'm not a believer in it, but I'll take the loss on that one. <laughs> I, I I've never understood um, what's so darn hard about hitting a ball the other way. I mean, I, you know, you grow up teaching kids to take outside pitches to the opposite field, and then you're a pro, and you're like. No, I don't want to do that. I want to wait for something I can hit over the fence. Well, I, I don't know. But I'll take the loss. They're going to do it. And I, I don't see the help on it, but fine. All right. I'm not, we'll move on. The <laughs> most pressing question that my listeners okay. have is, will the rule changes somehow introduce a virus to the otherwise unworldly Winning percentage of Mr. X's patented <laughs> classic season totals, which on this program and on others through the years has hit at an alarming, astonishing, seemingly too good to be true, but we've got the receipts to back it up 78% or something like that. 
Yeah, pretty, pretty much 79. Yep. 79%. But we've only been doing it for 23 years, my friend. Right. So <laughs> so it, this could be the virus that absolutely scrambles your radar. Are you worried about well, that? No, but I have just written down what you said because I need to have a really good excuse in my back pocket if it ever <laughs> does go south. <laughs> By the no. way, uh, Mr. X's website, callmemrx.com, you can uh, – Go there and find out about uh, getting his season total picks, which you release officially to those subscribers on the website when? Oh, there's no timeline. We'll get them out at least a one to two weeks before the season, so you got plenty of time to uh, do what you need to. You don't have plenty of time. The season's coming in three weeks. Well, then I guess, I'm, guess it's coming in a one to two weeks. Okay. Uh, how did you do last year in totals? Well, uh, last year... I had probably one of the worst picks I've made in my life when my number one pick for the year was the Orioles under. Missed it by about 25 games. It might have been the biggest loss I've ever had. Uh, That was not good. And by the way, that was the third time that I've missed my number one pick with you in 23 years. No, 22 years. So you're you're 19, you're you're 20 and three all time with your best, best pick. You usually layer in a couple more. If people want to diversify their portfolio, did you back up at least with the other pick two and pick three? Yeah. Yeah, We, um, well, I gave, we did three main picks last year and they did go two and one, but the Orioles were the clear one and that lost by a country mile. The other two won. It was the Tigers under. They won by a, they went under by a mile, and the Giants under won pretty easy. So two and one will take. But right. I sure didn't like missing the the number one. For, you don't like missing the number one, but two and one's pretty good. And also, yeah. miss it by a mile, miss it by a game. It doesn't. That's matter. right. It doesn't matter. That's so, right. but circa I, I, circa, you say is going to have an inaugural totals contest in baseball. Is that right? No, they had it last year. Oh, last they year did. Was the first year. Yeah. And how'd you uh, do? One of your list. One of your listeners tipped me off on it and helped me get in. And I did it last year. And I came in tied for third. And it wasn't big in their first year. I don't remember how many people it was, but it was it was like under 100. It wasn't so a wait, lot of people. So you did you tied for third out of 100 in the official Circa totals contest? Did yeah. you pick the totals of every major league team, all 30? Yeah, you have to pick all 30 teams. Mm. And I finished tied for third, and then I they weren't real good at it. What was your rec- what was your record at thirty games? I ended up ni- nineteen and eleven. Okay, that's pretty. There good was for two third. guys at nineteen, one at twenty, and one at twenty one. Wow! Okay. But I lost the tiebreaker, and they paid the top three. <laughs> oh, dagger! Are you getting in yeah. this year? Well, you got to be present to do it. Well, so what's the entry fee? I don't remember. It was in the hundreds, not the thousands. It was not big. It was their first year. Okay. Well, if, um, you, you got to get in. It's not big enough to. It's not big enough to warrant a flight out there. That's for sure. Right. Well, we have we have boots on the ground that could get that money in. And since really? unlike unlike yes, unlike the uh, unlike the what call it the uh, the West superbook Gate. Westgate where you have to put your picks in in person every single week. This is just a one time shot. Well. Actually, the difference is, I mean, when you and I did the Westgate, you, you, can, you can submit them online through the app, but you have to be there to sign up. That's why I flew out and signed us up. Oh. But I submitted them online every oh. week. That's not the problem. Whoa, 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 is, whoa. I thought we paid a runner a fee. Yeah, well, there's, there's proxy services, but I submit to them online. We did Kelly in Vegas. They have a proxy service, and it was real good. Um, so I submit them online with the app, and the receipt comes. Everything was perfect. They were yeah, really doing a good job. Okay, it was but, no it really, problem. but it really wasn't online. We had to pay money for well, somebody with but, boots on the ground to put our picks correct. in officially, even though you were portaling with them over the Internet. That's exactly correct. Okay. Yes. Well, that's, that, the to me, of course, that to me is a scam. Ba- that should not be okay. the case. You should be able to post your picks online. But I guess people are worried about that being compromised or something i don't know i think it's just that too many people are gonna say hey I, uh, some guy down. in malaysia won this thing and he never showed no, his face in like, vegas i i couldn't get mine in because your site wasn't working oh, right or, right you know yeah. but okay. the, i think the biggest key zabe was that this one's fine i didn't mind doing it 
with a proxy or somebody. But the key is when, like when you and I did Westgate, I went there, I entered it. Yes, I submitted them through somebody else all year, but I would have been, we, I would have been the winner to pick it up. If you, and, and I would not have trusted someone else to, I know I got guys there too. But like I said, the day that I, we win the million dollar Westgate contest is the day his phone suddenly doesn't work. Right. You know? right so right, I, right. you know, for something as small as this, who cares? But for, you know, when you start talking those numbers, you, you, I wasn't going to enter under somebody else's name. We I had to get you. out there and do it ourselves. This you know, one I didn't care. Yeah. Uh, dear listeners, yeah. please note. Mr. X just dropped $750 on a regular season <laughs> NBA game for a home team, the Wizards, who are once again muddling around a couple games under 500, which is where they've lived their whole life seemingly for the last 30 effing years. And he's, he says, oh, it's not worth the flight to Vegas to go put the, this in. <laughs> Funny how that is. Just note that, listeners, Okay. <laughs> as you okay. send him your good hard-earned money for his picks this year at callmemrx.com. Just remember that, okay? Just, I just want that out there for the record. All right, let's talk, All right. Well, let's talk tournament. We got to talk tournament here before we're done today. Uh, the cliche okay. is it's the biggest crap shoot ever, and this year it's even more crap shootier than ever. Does that make any sense? You have teams that sense. should be good. Like the case of Carolina is one of the most surreal I've ever seen in my lifetime in college basketball. They had a finals team that lost in the title game that brought back four key guys that all could have gone pro early and they got worse and they're shooting like blind men this year. What? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. What here's, what's crazier is okay. They're sitting in the seventh seed in the conference tourney this week. Bracketology has them out as of today. Now, I know I feel like they're the kind of team. By the way, you know, as a Virginia guy, there's nobody we hate in my era more than Carolina. Virginia guys hate Carolina more than Duke. Why is that? Hell yeah. Because when I was in school, Carolina was our rival. Duke stunk. Ah. Um, You know, this was Jordan Worthy time frame, and everything was, uh, you know, Carolina every year and arrogant team and all that. No, Duke, Duke was in that. Uh, I was there for the end of Bill Foster and the start of Coach K. Oh, and, right, 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 right. Yeah, and we loved Duke because we wanted anybody who was playing Carolina. But anyhow, <laughs> sure. um, uh, what's more interesting to me about this is they're right now, I think they'll probably win. I don't believe they're one of the first four out, but hey, Lenardi's damn good and he got it all right last year. So if they lose round one, even though they should win round one, you know they're at least bubble if not already out. But if you look today at the odds to win the entire tournament, they're like the 23 or 24 seed. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, and it's because of everything you just said, which is they have the talent. If they get in, they can play as good as anybody. They just haven't all year and they don't deserve to be in. But, you know, since when is a bubble team, you know, almost a top 20, 24 favorite to actually win it? Yeah. Now, uh, you ask, how would I change the format? You're not talking about the format of March Madness, are you? Oh, there's one thing I would change for sure. What's that? And I know it has no impact on who wins the tournaments, etc. But I can't stand to see two conference-winning 16 seeds playing in Dayton for the right to get in the tournament. So you'd get rid of, you'd go back to 64. No, I would switch the, stay at 68 because there's a reason behind the 68. And if you want to stay at that, great. But those play-in games should be the bottom eight. They should be the last, the last eight in. Right. And then last eight in. Well, half of them are, that's the thing. Only half. And I think it should be all because what bothers me is when, some team wins their tournament. Hey, we're going to the dance. Well, actually, you got to stop in Dayton first. You don't right. really get to go to the tournament. Right. You're at the card. I just feel like that's brutal. And the you know the Michigans and uh, teams of that get those eleven seeds and have to do a playing game. Some years they're in. Some years they're not. They yeah. they've got plenty of experience. But the you know the 
Um, the team that gets in just once and doesn't really even get to go to the tournament, I, 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 just, I don't like that. I agree. And when people say, yeah, but those 16 seeds almost always, except in the case of one game I remember, Mr. X, <laughs> involving your beloved Cavaliers, most of the time the 16 seeds get, get completely waxed. And I, say to, and I say to that, yeah, that's the point. They are sure. rewards to the one seeds. They're supposed sure. to be easy games. And in all but one case, they are. <laughs> exactly. But it was all part of the master plan. Yeah, part of the master plan. All right, so I would go – by the way, there is no – you say there's logic in the 68. The only logic is with the number of conference champions expanding – it cut into the at-large berths for the big boys, right. the Power Five, and they go, "Wow, wow, we don't, we don't appreciate having all potential bids cut into. What can we do about it?" And they said, "Well, how about we create four more?" And not written in stone how many at-larges there should be. They just didn't want those things cut into, so they they set up a card table game, as I call it. It's like Thanksgiving card table for the kids outside of yep. the dining room uh, in Dayton, and. I don't know. You know what? We've come to accept it. It's another set of games to bet on. It's like an appetizer for the tournament on Tuesday. It's not the worst thing in the world. Sure. But how about this, Zabe? I mean, I agree with that completely. This is all about, you know, give us more product. Yeah. But on Tuesday, instead of watching Norfolk State versus Abilene Southern, why not, you know, Carolina, Michigan I know. or, you know, two bubble teams? Well, that's the thing. That people to are, me is better TV. People are saying Kentucky, Carolina is an arguable Dayton game. Kentucky, yeah. Carolina is an arguable Dayton game. I would love <laughs> that. I would dance a Snoopy dance if they did that, which of course they won't. That would be great. Of course, in my opinion, it'd be better if they said home, but that's all right. I know. All right. Um, Calcutta. Yeah. You like Calcutta's as a way to wager on the NCAA tournament. You once had a group of guys that did a big Calcutta. Do you still have that same group of guys that does it? I don't have a group of much anything anymore. <laughs> okay. So you don't want <laughs> no, really a Calcutta to be in. For those that don't know, a Calcutta format is such that you bid on teams. Open auction bidding, which means yeah. there's no set price how much a team will end up going for. And you say, well, what do you mean there's no set price? Can I bid a million dollars? Sure. But that'd be too much money. You have to almost gauge how rich the other people in your Calcutta are to figure out how much you want to bid on a team. And then there's all kinds of derivatives and shares of this team, and you can hedge out of them afterwards. (laughs) For somebody who's bad at math like me, it becomes too much too quick. Yeah, but the reason that they are so good in addition to, well, I, I don't know, maybe the reason that, maybe I'm out of it, or maybe they're fading because of all of the availability to gamble in other ways uh, that didn't used to be there. But the bottom line in a Calcutta is you cut out the house, and everybody in there, even the losers, lost at a lower price than they would have had to. Everybody gets a better deal with no house involved. Right. But why would and you I sure spend miss any it. money? If anybody out there wants to hook me up, uh, I'm available. Okay. Why would anybody <laughs> why would anybody want why would anybody spend a red nickel on a 16 seed in a Calcutta? Oh, no, you wouldn't. That's the excellent point. First of all, so they I don't. almost always so, so not every no, team is owned. I always I always went to them at the we always did them at the round of 16. After the first week, the ones that do all 64 usually have some round by round payouts. Oh, I don't like those as much. I like the winner take all final 16, 16 teams bid at the auction. Those are the best ones, but the other ones are okay too. But if you do the other ones, there's more of a, it's not a winner take all. So your 11 seed can win you a round or two or something. There's two other types of tournament pools that I like doing. One is a knockout pool where you basically, you get the team if your team beats the spread but loses you take over the team that beat you but didn't cover the spread so that's where you could have a 16 seed cover 31 and a half and all of a sudden you've got north carolina that's kind of fun to do cuz you're you're really keyed in on the point spreads it's hard though because you got to have 
very up-to-the-minute accurate point spreads every step of the way. Otherwise, it gets very contentious. That's one way to do an alternate pool. I once did a pool where you drafted teams in a snake style, like a fantasy draft. And so obviously, you know, you don't get as much value when you're picking. Let's You don't want to do more than eight people for this at most. So if you're taking eight, nine, you're not getting as much as one pick at one versus one and yep. 16. But there's there's definitely a strategy to I will pick Mississippi State or Arizona, but I'm not going to stay away from Duke or whatever. So that's fun. Yep. And then I did a Sweet 16 fantasy uh, league once where a fantasy draft where you drafted players and you got their amount of points scored for the rest of the tournament. So it became a thing of, do I want to take a guy who's a gunner, who's scoring a lot of points but may get knocked out in the first game of the Sweet 16, or do I want a more steady Eddie? And it's very simple to keep track of, and it's a lot of fun. But you you know what screws up all these pools, though? You ready for this? What's that? Nobody goes to the office anymore. (laughs) <laughs> and this is where these things used to get organized in the office. Hey, Bill. I, hey, Joe. Hey, Carl. You want to get in this pool? Yeah, sure. Here, I got a piece of paper. Let's go. We're meeting the conference room here at noon after lunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I, I go to the office every day. I'm just looking around, and I'm the only one in it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how's the house in Maine? If you took – we talked last uh, summer about – uh, maybe late September, early October completion date, and a lot of people were tweeting and texting me saying, never happened, never happened. If you win, if you took February 17th as the finish date. Oh, wow. Okay. It's done. It's, yeah, it's finally. Done. And are you happy? Couldn't be happier. Can't wait. To, obviously not. Went up there for a quick weekend, uh, the holiday weekend in February, to quote, sign off, translation, make last payment to the builder it's done but it's winterized waiting for uh you know go up probably mid late april and open her up for the season and i don't know when or if i'll come back yeah you'll you'll be you'll be a rumor around these parts around the northern virginia parts okay his website is callmemrx.com season totals in baseball coming out within a two-week span at the worst you'll get them before the season launches and, of oh, course, yeah. tournament advice as well, uh, full service, callmemrx.com. You can follow him on Twitter Thanks. at just X. Sounds else? good. This is, a, this is a fun time of year. One of your listeners last year got me uh, partnered up with him on the pool that you just described, uh, the draft pool. And uh, I'd, love to, do, I'd love to do all these pools, but it's just work. Yeah, <laughs> It's work and it's time, and I'm too lazy. But maybe this year we'll do it, so we'll see. All right, Mr. X, good to talk to you as always. We'll chat soon, buddy. You as well. Take care. All right, there you go. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.